You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webster. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is animal expert, Barry Siebold, here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets. So pick up the phone and give us a call. The number to call is 877-807-4048. That's 877-807-4048. When you call that number, you'll speak with Justin at Genesis Communications, and he will put you on the line with us. The show is produced in-house by executive producer, Mr. Bob Page. Hello there, sir. What's up, Bobby? Lovely day. And we want to talk with you, so pick up the phone and give us a call. We have a special guest joining us in the first half hour of the show. His name, William Braden. We're going to be talking about his book. See if I can say this right. It's French. Henri Le Chat Norier. I think I'm close. You think I'm right? Probably not. Can you say it? No. Say it. I, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Henri Le Chat Noir. Hey, that sounds better. So pick up the phone and give us a call, 877-807-4048. That's the number. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Simon. Bobby, what's the name of the book again? Henry Lachanois. <laughs> <laughs> this is Talking Pets. degree in creative writing and attended the Seattle Film Institute. He is a professional videographer, but now supports himself fully with honorary-related ventures. He lives in Seattle, Washington, and is available, of course, for interviews, like he is right now, on Talking Pets. We want to welcome onto the program, Mr. William Braden. Hey, William, how you doing? I'm doing well. Pleasure to be here. It's nice to have you on the air with us. I want to introduce you right off the bat to Mr. Barry Siebold. Hello. Hello, Barry. And, of course, our producer, um, Bob Page. Hey there. Hello. Okay, we're going to make you say the title of the name. Is it Henri? Is it Henry? Is it Henri? <laughs> I think it's, it's Henri, right? It's on, you think of it as Henri. It rhymes with Henri. So, yeah, on- Henri okay. is a Chat Noir. Okay, you're going to give us a French lesson right now. So it's Henri. <laughs> Henri Le Chat Noir. Qualified, but I'll do my best. Yeah. Henri, Henri- Le Chat Noir. Henri Le Chat Noir. 
pretty good. My, pa- pretty good. my parrot in the background. I don't know if you can. That's actually my parrot screaming in the background. I'm trying to say it as well right now. Henri Lachette Noyer. No, he, he speaks Spanish. <laughs> Among other things that <clears throat> shouldn't be on, on radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has quite the vocabulary. I believe so, it. So that was actually, Bobby was playing um, a caption on, because this is like, what, you've had over 12 million hits online with uh, with uh, Henri, correct? Yeah, I, I, I think around there, a little more, yeah. it's uh, It's been a pretty popular series. Um, it's uh, That's really what led to the book. The videos were first, and uh, the opportunity to do a book sort of came secondary to that after some success. What made you think about it, though? I mean, how did you, like, were you sitting around in your underwear one day going, oh, I'm going to put my cat on YouTube or, you know, on video? I mean, how did it, how does it that was, thought come it, about? It, it was exactly that, but without the underwear. No, uh, <laughs> actually, I was in film school, and this was way back in uh, 2006, and I, uh, I had a assignment to do where I was supposed to do a profile of someone. And we'd been watching a lot of old black and white French New Wave films and I thought, well, if I do a profile of a cat and I make it funny enough, some of these films, maybe they won't notice I didn't really follow the assignment. <laughs> and, and, and it works. I <laughs> well, that I was, tried that, that in school too and that never worked though for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the That's... trick is to use a, use a cute animal. It never fails. Well, I like the way, I mean, I, you know, I caught on to that jest. I don't know if, if you did, Barry, but when, when William was saying that, you know, the thought came about he wasn't sitting around in his underwear. Does that mean you were sitting around with nothing on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll leave it up to the, to the listeners. <laughs> That's a whole other video. <laughs> if you're going to get into done. the mind of a cat, you can't be wearing clothes. <laughs> Now I've got two cats that I live with, and um, and you notice I said yeah. I live with because I don't think I own the house anymore. I think they do, and um, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. fascinating creatures. Yeah, absolutely. People people always say that you know dogs have owners and cats have staff. You know, you're you're basically <laughs> in service of them. All the time. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've grown up with cats and dogs, and I'm definitely sort of a you know one of those people who likes both. But uh, I I just gravitate more to cats. I like sort of. The mystery of them, and you have to kind of work for the affection and attention. It's not just there as a given, like a lot of dogs. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's funny because a lot of my friends will say that you know, should I get a cat? Should I get a dog? I mean, the dog, like you know, Bobby, my producer, Barry, they have dogs. I've got cats. I mean, the one thing with cats I've is got that a cat too. Yeah, but I mean, you got <laughs> dogs though. I don't have a dog right now. But you know, you got to walk them. You got you got to take them out all the time. It, it, it's like having a child. Whereas a cat, they like to be on their own. You know, for the most part. I mean, they like the right. attention and they like companionship, but for the most part, it's like they're okay on their own. They got their litter box, and you feed them, and they're like, oh, "Good to go." Um, my yeah. one cat, my one cat's like a dog, though. She follows me everywhere, spends all the time with me. Um, my other, the male cat, he could care less. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely this whole spectrum of like how much how much your pet is in, your your cat is interested in you. You know, some cats are just really lovey dovey, and they just want to be around you all the time. And and sometimes you just feel like if you were replaced one day with someone else who fed them pretty much about the same time they wouldn't really even notice <laughs> yeah so. he's a cutie though and uh on the cover of your book Henri Lachat Noir, um if i'm saying that right um he, he's a, he's a cute cat yeah he's a good looking cat i mean that's there's a the, a big part of all of this is that he's he's one of those cats who's he's got a very sort of imperious looking stare where he kind of 
you, you know, if you put it in black and white with French and the whole thing, and you, you really believe him as a philosopher because he's got sort of a blank slate as a as a look to him. But also, just shooting the videos is so easy because he's one of those rare cats where he just, you know, you put him on the windowsill and he goes, okay, I'm on the windowsill now. And you pick him up and put him on a chair and he goes, okay. He really doesn't mind. And so it's much easier to shoot. You know, some cats that are more skittish or, you know, just get annoyed by the attention. You wouldn't be able to film all the things that I filmed with him. So some I, of these I pictures... Some of these pictures in here, you get, it's, it's funny. You just look at his face, and he's just like, really? Again? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing this again? That's the, really? That's the thing, that's the thing is you, you can put, I can put any words I want on there, but I definitely, it, it, the caption that's always there is like, I'll put up with this for a little bit longer, but there better be something in it for me. <laughs> there better be a treat at the end of this uh, tunnel here. <laughs> William, the book is put out by 10 Speed Press, Berkeley, and mm -hmm. is that I would imagine the book is available in bookstores and online, correct? Yeah, it's available over. It's available on Amazon and uh, all the major retailers. It's in its second printing now, and uh, it's doing well. And it, it was a really great experience doing it. It was something, you know, pretty new to me. I, I'd done a lot of video before, but this was the first time I had a chance to do something like this. And it was a great experience. I was surprised at how much other people do work for you when you write a book. You know, you give them all the photos, and they go, well, this one sucks. This one is okay if we crop it. This one's good. And you give them all of the text, and then they go, well, this is good. This needs to be shorter. This needs to be longer. It's like having someone follow you around sort of in your daily life going, ah, don't turn there. There's going to be traffic. You know, you get sort of prevented from making any mistakes as you go along. So it was it was a great process. That's cool. How long did it take you to put the book together? Uh, it was pretty quick because they wanted to make it was the end of 2012, and we wanted it out for Mother's Day last year. So I really had only about six weeks to do all the photos and all the and all the text back and forth with the with my editor and with the designer and i had a, a fantastic fantastic editor named melissa um, Moore at 10 speed and she this book is really sort of half hers uh she was she really understood the character and was able to do to and to suggest a lot of things that made the book a lot more concise i'm a little well, definitely Definitely some great suggestions and all, but don't go away. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with William Braden. He's the author of Henri Lachat Noir. We're going to give away a copy of the book right now, so call, and it's yours. So give us a buzz at 877-807-4048. The first call to come in, you're going to get a copy of the book by William Braden. 877-807-4048. Call now, and the book is yours. This is Talking Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Swipe It's a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T Yes, a simple solution for shedding. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Sewell. Should I say Jean Patch? <laughs> yes. I'll say Le French Fry. <laughs> Henri Le Chat Noir is a, uh, the name of the book, The Extensional Musings of an Angst-Filled Cat by William Braden. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. William, you have a website too, don't you? Uh, yeah, it's actually just HenriLeChatNoir.com. And if that's hard because of the French, which I completely understand, all you have to do is Google Henri Cat or anything, any derivation thereof, and you'll find it. And the Facebook page is linked up to our Facebook and Twitter pages as well. To cool. our posts. Cool. Now, who's the other cats in here? Because I noticed there's like a white cat in here too. Who's he? He's apparently the yeah, idiot. The white cat. The white cat is referred to as l'imbécile blanc, which is French for the white imbecile or the white idiot. And uh, he's sort of a nemesis for Henri. He's if Henri is you know an intellectual and an existentialist and a deep thinker, then whatever the opposite of that is, that's the white cat. If I am referred to as a deep Thinker, it is only because the majority of cats are barely concerned with thought at all. One <laughs> Very of, true. One of the quotes. That's Henri's attitude. He's he's sort of in his hierarchy. He's, he's he'll choose cats over humans if he has to, but mostly he chooses himself over other cats. <laughs> he's he's sort of narcissistic about his own intellectual abilities. Well, we got a, a Dean is online with us, and he's in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, in the Nashville area, and he's going to get a copy of the book, and I think he's got a comment about stray cats. Dean, do you have a comment or a question about strays? Yes, um, we had a stray cat come around our house, and we just seen it, so we found it a good home. You seen him what? We gave him a good home. Oh, you gave him a good home? That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, congrats on that. Does he do well? I mean, do you have any other pets in the house, or is it just that one cat? Just had that one cat. The one cat, but he's doing good? Yeah. Do you keep him indoors, or do you uh, do you actually let him outdoors at all? Indoors. Good, good. Well, that's a plus, too, because I keep my cats indoors all the time as well, because I don't believe they need to go out. But we are, And thanks for adopting that cat, because there's a lot of strays that are you know feral cats that need good homes, and they could be trained. There's no doubt about that. And we're going to send you a copy of the book, Dean, so if you would, stay on the line and speak with Justin at the network. Henri Lachette Noir, the book is going to come out I to like you. Turtles. And uh, thanks. Congratulations, right, thank and you. hold on to that. 877-807-4048. Bobby, you're a mess. Him and his turtle comments. <laughs> oh, no. I'll tell you, William. We got I got Bobby on my left, my producer, and I've got Barry holding up a quote from your book. Well, I, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna repeat what that says in your book, but <laughs> it doesn't have a page number, so I can't say what page number. But it, I guess I know what you're referring to. Yes. <laughs> One of the things I know we lost you on that on that on that one for sure, William. Yeah, but I don't know if there's anything illicit in the book, or maybe you've got some actually, special copy. What's what's the what's the cat picture, Barry? It looks like he's in a box or something, and you can really only see like his eyes about you know halfway up, and his ears look like they're back a little bit. Pupils are you know dilated, and then he's got a there's a one line quote on the previous page next to it <laughs> barry held that up to me for a reason <laughs> <laughs> i get you yeah, I'm yeah I'm <laughs> all right now yeah, you're on the right page with it a line from one of the from one of the videos where i believe it says i'm the, surrounded by morons really yeah. <laughs> you know what's really funny is on Henri's store online we sell that on mugs and t-shirts and stuff like that and at first i thought Nobody's going to buy this. You can't walk around at, at work with a mug that says I'm surrounded by morons. Nope. It was our number one seller. For like the nice. People are unashamed, I guess. 
No, I don't think I don't think they are. I mean, they definitely. You know, I mean, like I said, living with cats. I mean, they're great. There's a couple of pictures in here. There's one picture of the white cat. Um, you know, um, basically laying on his back with his paws in the air. I always get yeah. a kick out of Rainy, my female cat, because every time I walk into the room and she's passed out, or I walk into my bedroom and she's on my bed, she lays there on her back and all paws like like straight up in the air. It's hysterical. Yeah. And what I, I've heard from, from a cat expert, actually, was that it, it means that the, that's sort of the ultimate sign of a cat feeling safe and comfortable, that nowhere in the wild would a cat ever sleep like that because, they're, you know, you, they're not, they're, they don't want to expose their belly or anything like that. And so if, if your cat sleeps like that, it's the ultimate sign that they really feel at home and they feel safe. So. Well, that's one of the things. One of the things that I like too, like the comment I made to Dean actually was, um, you know, keeping the cat indoors. I mean, my cats don't go out at all. They go out around the pool, which is caged. Um, but I don't like, you know, cats being outside. There's too many elements out there. I mean, cars, kids, nervous, dogs. Yeah. My cat, my cat is indoor only, and I, I just would be, I'm nervous even if she goes out on the balcony, even though I'm, you know, a few floors up, and I doubt she, you know, I, I'm watching her, but I still feel like. Somehow a, a hawk is going to come grab her or something like that. I know it's sort of unrealistic. That's happened, yeah, I, though. I agree. Oh, yeah, that's I happened. Know, yeah, it does. Not so much in the middle of the city here in Seattle, but, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it can happen. I do that. I worry about that with my chihuahua. I have, you know, I live on a quarter <laughs> yeah. acre, and there's hawks all over the place, and, you know, oh, she'll yeah. be out walking, and I see them. All of a sudden, they start circling, and I'm like, get over here. <laughs> yeah. so I'll, t- I'll tell you, I was, I was in tears the other day. The, the other day I walked out um, my front door and I always had, I know it sounds pathetic, but I've always, I have a bunch of squirrels that hang out in this huge, like hundred year old oak tree in my front yard. And um, this one squirrel was always friendly for some reason. It would come up to me every time I walked out the front door of my house and it would come running up. It wouldn't like come close to me, but it would come close enough to like sit there and stare at me and I'd stare back at it. It was always in the yard, always playful, you know, because I fed sure. it too. I've got three parrots, and whatever the parrots don't eat, I would throw it out for the squirrels, and they would have a field day with it. And um, right. so then all of a sudden, the one day I go to walk out my front door, and Mr. Squirrel was gone. And I was like, "Where is he?" And then I look over on the side of the tree. There's a vulture ripping his head off. I was just oh. like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> well, something yeah, got him beforehand. Then vulture is scary. Yeah, no, and I mean, you've got to be careful with your pets, I mean, cats or small dogs. I mean, if you have a Great Dane, I don't think you got to worry. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you're okay there. <laughs> I don't think it's, I think it's going to be a little tough for a vulture or a hawk or something like that, or even an eagle maybe to, to lift that thing up. But, um, you know, these your small pets, it happens all the time. People don't think about it, but it does happen, and especially with cats, because cats are always out there playing, and, you know, predator prey, and they become the prey once in a while. But hold on, we're going to take another break. We're going to come back with you, William. William Braden is the author of Henri Le Chat Noir. It's the book, The Existential existential Musings of an Angst-Filled Cat. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. Call right now. The next call to come in at 877-807-4048 is going to get a copy of the book. Compliments of William and, of course, Talking Pets. Just like Dean did in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, got a copy, and you can get a copy, too. So call and compliments of William Braden, the author of Henri Le Chat Noir. You're going to get a copy of the book. 877-807-4048. 877-807-4048. A great picture book and some great, great quotes. So check it out. The book is yours. 877-807-4048. Call right now and the book comes out to you. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Seawald. And we're speaking with William Braden, the author of Henri Le Chat Noir. Call 877-807-4048. This is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. So you can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, live from the ranch, here's your host, John Patch. In Phoenix, Arizona, four dogs and two cats are alive after being rescued from a condo that had caught fire. Now, firefighters used uh, donated resuscitation equipment on the animals and reunited them with their owner. Barry Siebold? In Hot Springs, Arkansas, stricter regulations on dogs are under consideration after a 75-year-old resident was killed by a bull mastiff while on her morning walk. A proposal before the Hot Springs Village Properties Owner Association Board of Directors well, that's a long one, would require a dog to be kept on a leash throughout the community except on the dog owner's personal property and in a dog park. In Lawrence, Kansas, the University of Kansas Natural History Museum is restoring a 360-degree wildlife panorama that was installed in 1903. The panorama is the university's uh, Deitch Hall was damaged by temperatures, lights, and humidity. In the District of Columbia, elephant tusks given to the city during Ethiopian Emperor Holly Cecily's 1954 visit were stolen from the John A. Wilson Building in August, the Washington Post reported. The tusks are worth at least $10,000. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> in LaBelle, Florida, an endangered Florida panther that was rescued 
as a kitten has died less than a year after being released back into the wild. Florida Fish and Wildlife officials said on Monday the male panther and its sister were rescued by wildlife officials in September of 2011 in Collier County after their mother was found dead. In New Mexico, state wildlife officials plan to capture and relocate almost 200 pronghorn. Game and Fish Department officials said the animals will be herded, corralled, and transported from a private ranch here that has been experiencing damage to irrigated cropland. And in Covington, Georgia, although deer hunting season is coming to an end, Georgia Wildlife Federation officials said there's still time for hunters to participate in the Georgia Hunters for the Hungry program, which allows donations of harvested deer to food banks. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Sewell. Don't forget, you can check us out live on the webcam at TalkinPets.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. And also, please join us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can become part of the family. Bobby, where are we at with the Facebook and Twitter now? About 20? Oh, easily. 20,000? So we want to keep it going. So join our family, guys, and uh, do it at Facebook and Twitter at TalkinPets.com. Once again, this is Talkin' Pets. Give us a call at 877-807-4048. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. We're speaking with William Braden, the author of Henri Le Chat Noir. It's a book about cats, of course, the existential musings of an angst-filled cat. You can find it in bookstores. You can also find it online. It's put out by 10 Speed Press from Berkeley. There's a quote inside the book. There's a picture on the right-hand side of a food dish. And it says, the food dish does not know whether it is full or empty. It simply exists, feeling nothing. I can relate. Sounds like Michael. Just <laughs> <laughs> a very existential thought there. Well, we've got um, Carol, and Carol's in California, and Carol is going to get a copy of the book. Compliments uh, from you, William. And uh, Carol, where are you at in California? I'm in what they call Apple Hill, Camino, California. Camino, California, Apple Hill. Well, thanks for joining us here on the show. I have had cat. I, I have loved cats since I was a baby girl. My mother would never let let me have one, so I'm, I'm a great grandma now, and I've got nine cats. Wow! And, oh, and I had one that that climbed a tree, and for three days was up a tree in the forest and crying. I finally got a tree climber to go up to get the cat, and as soon as she saw his ugly face, she jumped into the soft forest forest floor. And uh, ever since, it's like she has a problem in the winter time with losing some of her hair. And I've tried everything. Uh, I've tried the, you know, the flea problem. I've tried the little gnat problem that eats hair. I've tried, you know, feeding her better. But there's something that she's missing in her diet, probably because of this. And I'm wondering if when she's losing the hair, is she losing? Is she losing patches of hair? No pun intended. But yeah, um, it, <clears throat> yeah, it seems like it's patches that comes out, and she has little little bare patches of her under. Her, her under fur that keeps her warm. What do you think, Barry? I don't know, William, if you know anything on that Where, one. Where any particular part of her body that it's coming? That back, it's coming in the back, uh, above her back legs, uh, in in front of her tail. Now that is yeah, pretty. Yeah, that's pretty indicative of uh, flea flea bite dermatitis. <clears throat> Allergy um, dermatitis. Yeah. Yeah. Is it kind of really brittle back there too? Like when you pet her, does it feel like a? Uh, 
Oh, how do you describe it? Crusty? Almost like no, no, well, that and the hair itself just feels like fine. Like, does she ex- uh, groom excessively in that area? Mm, no, she doesn't. But Usually, she though, tree, you... she won't climb trees anymore. But I have another one that goes around a, the tree like a barber pole and climbs up there and says, "Look at me, mom." <laughs> Well, you got wait, wait, wait until you get a copy of William's book because there's some great pictures in there of Henri, of course. And um, okay. with nine cats in your house, um, you know, Carol, I, you should be taking pictures <laughs> and putting some videos out there because I'm sure there's quite a fiasco going on in your household. Well, I took half yeah. my garage and I made a cat room, and it's wonderful. It has a telephone, a heater, you know, a radio. The they whole make bit. they make cats calls. Are, happy. <laughs> <laughs> are are you saying you live in a cat house? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love my little cats. There's, and I have no dogs. I've had dogs because of my children, but um, I just prefer cats because they are they can take care of themselves if they have to. And um, and when they want me, they want me, and when they don't, they don't. And yep. I have free time that way. That's a cat. How many like of them half the people in my life in the garage right now. Yeah. <laughs> Are they listening to you? They're covering their eyes, thinking their wives are going to take half the garage. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, Carol, um, I I really think, like Barry was saying, too, on on the problem with the fur on the cat, I I really think it's probably like a flea allergy dermatitis. And and not all cats, I mean, even though they get bit by a flea, will have an allergy to it. And it only takes takes one flea. Yeah, one flea bite will do it. Okay, um, and you recommend, um, what about... um, Oh, that new flea thing where you just put it on their back. Do you recommend that? Oh, that stuff works wonderfully. Yeah, it does. I use it on mine, actually. And Front line, I, I think it's called. Yeah, there, there's yeah. a couple of them out there, but, you know. And Don't use any of the ones that you get from the big big box stores that you, you, you know, like, I don't want to say the say the name but there are several out there um that are extremely dangerous that you usually find them at walmart places like that okay. um it's always safe to go to your veterinarian and get yeah, it from them because uh they're actually very very toxic to cats cats are very very sensitive with chemicals and medications and stuff like that so you have to be yeah. really really careful what you put on it frontline okay. is very good advantage is very good um, those are the pre- kind of the two top ones, if you will. There's a couple new ones coming out too. Um, there is one that I can't remember the name of it right now, but um, there was one like like that too. It's topical that you put on the back, and I used it. But it's weird because on my male cat, it caused uh, like a burn, a reaction to the mm-hmm. cat's skin, whereas on the female cat, didn't bother her at all. So you know, cats will um, have different results to what you put on them. So. Just because you use it on the one cat with the, with the problem, if you use it on another one, it may pro- cause problems with one but not the other. But I've never seen any problems with, like what Barry said, Frontline or... No, nope, I use Frontline on all my animals, my dogs and my cats, and knock on wood, no problems. So far, so good. But try that, though, Carol, because that's probably... Can I ask another question? Shoot. Okay. I have a bottle of uh, oil of oregano. And when I had a dog, if I put oil of oregano on after I took a tick out of the dog that tick bite would become very soft. If you don't put oil of oregano on it, it gets really hard and crusty and, you know, nasty. And um, I'm wondering if oil of oregano can be used on cats because I understand that there's, there may be a product that it will actually kill cats. I am not familiar with oil of oregano, so I could not comment on that. All right, yeah. well, another, another uh, thing that I use, I have one little kitten that I got, with, and it had herpes. And she's been with me, I don't know, probably about three years now. And um, I, if I get sick, I take OxySilver. And uh, I put her on antibiotics 
because the vet told me to. And um, it worked for just a little while. But when she has a flare-up of her herpes and her little nose runs, I give her OxySilver. So that's a medicine that I take and she takes. And, um, and it works wonders. Well, I mean, there are some things that you can use, like, you know, from suggestions and stuff like that. But, I mean, I definitely would check, actually, with your veterinarian on any of those things. Know. He didn't know. Yeah. But he did take the bottle and the address. I think he's trying it out. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's worth a try. It's worth a shot as long as it doesn't harm the cat in any way. But, doesn't yeah, harm I, I, it. Doesn't harm it. Good, good. Yeah. Well, stay on the line, Carol. We're going to send you out the book. And uh, also, thanks thanks for tuning in. And thanks uh, for, Thank you. you know, for, Thank you for the show. It's great. Thank you. And thanks for the cat house. <laughs> Take care. That's Carol out there in uh, California. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Give us a call at 877-807-4048. We have one more book to give away, compliments from William Braden. And, of course, the title of the book is Henri Le Chat Norier. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. It's a great book. It's a great read. Uh, a lot of great quotes and, and some spectacular pictures. And like Carol and Dean, you can get a copy of the book, too. Compliments of the show and William Braden. Just call right now, 877-807-4048. 877-807-4048. William, have you ever used uh, oil of oregano or anything like that on Henri? Uh, no. I, I suppose <laughs> I may have had it on pasta, but I don't think that's <laughs> I do like oregano. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just never tried I, I mean, it on I, my cat before. I suspect there's a lot of things almost any oil you could use for something like that is just going to, I mean, if it's a tick bite, it's just going to be, you know, inflamed. You could put olive oil on it. I'm sure it would probably wouldn't, wouldn't hurt, but I don't know about using it as a treatment, but you know, Hey, go there's to the so many homeopathic. Yeah. There's so many homeopathic things out there nowadays. And you know, somebody said one time something about dandelions and I'm like, I know you make wine out of them and that's about it. Okay. <laughs> Great, Barry. Now yeah, you got everybody going I mean, up to the yard for dandelion. Dandelion wine. Have you never had it? It's no. excellent. It's really good. Tell us your toilet wine story next <laughs> from prison. <laughs> Don't you use yeah. that silver stuff too, Bobby? That stuff that Carol was using for her cat? Don't you use that? that Coyoto silver no, I, stuff? I, I think there's a lot. Of, you know, uh, With pets, even more than people almost, there's so many, you know, naturopathic and remedies and things that have, my great grandmother always said, do this and do that. And, you know, I always say, go to the, go to your vet first and ask them, uh, you know, I personally feel, you know, you know what they say about naturopathic science that works? Well, they call it science. So I think go to the vet first and do what the vet I got to ask you, being a cat lover and, and living with Henri and, and, and everything, I, you know, I sometimes look at my cats at rain and snow like they're almost like aliens from another planet or reincarnated from some human being or something because <laughs> sure. they have like they have that like that that kind of human mystique to them yeah i mean it's, it's I, amazing I, I think there's a reason why they have such a history with with humans and why egyptians worshiped them and why they were thought of as uh, as having special powers for so long is because there is something about them and their eyes that they seem sort of more knowing and like there's always something going on and i think that's why people even more with cats and other pets, like to give them extended names and, and almost like backstories and characters. I, I think we anthropomorphize our cats so much, and uh, I think that's part of the fun of it. And certainly the Henri character takes that to a ridiculous extreme for the sake of comedy, but I, I don't think it would work if people can relate to it. I've had so many people go like, oh yeah, my cat is lost too. <laughs> So. William, don't go away. I'm going to come back with one sure. more question, and then uh, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with William Braden, the author of Henri Lachat, New York. 
Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Ever wonder what it would be like to live in a perfect world for cats? I'm Pamela Merritt from The Way of Cats, longtime cat rescuer, full-time cat appreciator. Join me and my cats, James Bond, RJ, Olwyn, and Tristan, in a perfect world. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Cat rescued after three winter days in a drain pipe. Oh, it was not on Ray. With a talking about news brief on Bob Page, a cat that spent at least three winter days in a northwest Ohio drain pipe has been rescued after initially refusing attempts to lure it out with tuna and the classic call of. Here, kitty, kitty. This is real news, people. And even a cell phone app that meowed. Reports say a resident heard the cat's cries and a groundskeeper at the school had to cut through a pipe to free the orange cat, which was muddy, emaciated, and hypothermic. The male cat has been named Piper because it was in a pipe. So, oh. It had a broken leg and other injuries signaling it's had a rough time. Really? But things are looking up for a, a number of people because that kitty is uh, going to get adopted. People are jumping up like crazy to volunteer to claim him. One veterinarian assesses the cat this way, though. If they truly have nine lives, he probably only has three left. Seriously, I don't even write this stuff, but good, good for them. 40 for Talking Pets. I'm Bob Page. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. <laughs> I'm Gary Siebel. Nice music. I don't know what's going on. Even the music was like, seriously, who writes this stuff? And when I say stuff, I wanted to say something else that began with S and didn't. Sauce? I like, I like my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, the number is 877-807-4048. Give us a call, 877-807-4048. We're speaking with William Braden, the author of Henri Le Chat Norier, The uh, Existential Musings of a Angst-Filled Cat. It's available in your bookstores. It's available online. Again, you can, uh, you can actually visit uh, his website. And, William, again, your website is... 
Drum roll. <laughs> I think he lost him. You, you could definitely find his Facebook page, which will definitely have his web page on our Facebook page. Well, it is um, www, of course, uh, Henri LeChatNorier.com. And that's uh, H E N R I L E C H A T N O I R dot com. So you can find out more information about the book there. Do we still have you, William? Silence. <laughs> Justin, I guess we lost William. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> Were you out playing with the cat? <laughs> no, no. I had. Sorry, I just muted my phone so you wouldn't hear. I have a Seahawks game in the background, so I didn't want it to be noisy. He was screaming at the TV, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> screaming things well, yeah. that you can't say on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we're winning, so actually, no, it was good. Oh, so you're happy now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, a friend of mine is watching that game, too, at uh, Green Iguana right now. So um, yeah. everybody's uh, tuned into that game. So good luck. Hey, I want to say yeah. congratu- congratulations on a great book. It's a fun book. It's a cute book. Thank I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those books that you could take with you anywhere, and it's just adorable. And it's a nice little coffee table book, too. You could put it out on the table, and people come to visit or whatever, and they're sitting there, and they could pick it up. And it's not something like a, it's not a novel where it's going to take you days to read. Um, yeah, so, of course. Even Henri says in his introduction that uh, even, even though his search for, for existential truth has been fruitless, at least the book will make you look smarter if you leave it on your coffee table. So there's that. <laughs> hey, and it's been named one of Huffington Post's most influential cats of 2012, Henri. So congrats on yeah. that, too. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Well, congratulations, and thanks for joining with uh, joining us here on the show and for uh, playing along. It's been a great pleasure, William. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Well, happy 2014, and uh, we look forward to your next book on Henri, and I guess um, we'll be checking you out also on, on your website and, of course, on YouTube and everything else and seeing the uh, what goes on in Henri's life. Yes, thank you. I, I, I encourage people to seek out Henri if they want to learn about philosophy from a cat. Sounds good. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thanks again. That's William Braden, the author of Henri Le Chat Nowhere. A great pleasure as well. Thank you, and Happy New Year. Thank and, you, um, Take care. Take care. And that's uh, William Braden. Again, you can find the book online. You can find it in stores. But if you want to call right now, we'll send you one. So call right now. And the first call to come in to Justin, our producer, 877-807-4048. That's 877-807-4048. It's a toll-free telephone number. Calls on us. So call, and the book is yours. That's it. I'm writing one of these books. Henri Le Chat Noyer. I've been told that Albert should do a book. He's blind. Right, I get it, but it's picture book. He doesn't have to look at it. It's for other people to look at. <laughs> How's he going to write it? I, clearly, I would write it. He will dictate it, and Bobby will write it. He's got a lot to say. My problem is, it's probably not a family-friendly coffee table book. <laughs> not in your house. I always feel Not like, with your mouth. I always feel like my dog would have a potty mouth if he could talk. <laughs> I really do. He like looks at me like, you... And then I just hear long beeps. But that's not absolutely true, though. I mean, my birds talk, and Leo has a potty mouth, and that's not for me. I mean, granted, I made the huge mistake. Shut up, Barry. I made the. Huge I didn't mi- say a word. Why? Why are you telling me to shut up? I, I made the huge mistake of leaving HBO on. Um, you know, when I'm mm-hmm. not home. So, mm-hmm. and that was during the time of The Sopranos. So, um, mm-hmm. may have been where he picked up a lot of his language. Mm-hmm. Shut up. 877-807-4048. That's the number, 877-807-4048. Can you desensitize them from saying a cuss word? Not really, not birds. Once, Once they, they learn it, it's ingrained in them. You just kind of got to try to ignore it, though, when they do it. Because I yeah, think they react more to it when they... When you ignore it, they're just going to do it more. To, to get the know, attention? Yeah. But then if you react to it... Well, I did tell him to shut up, and he did. Well, yeah. <laughs> so... 
But Leo has a potty mouth, that's for sure. And it's bad because he's in there with the other two birds, and they're probably picking it up, too. Oh, I'm sure. They're probably, when you're not here or whatever, just going to town, and your neighbors are probably like, I don't know what's going on next door in that house over there, but... There's some cussing. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. Shame, 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 shame on Yes, that. I've never seen you jump so high. That <laughs> You're like an armadillo on I the was, highway. I was not ready for that one. I was like, oh! <laughs> Did you see him jump when you put that on? Yep, no. <laughs> I like turtles. Yeah, what was with the turtle thing? What was I that? like turtles. <laughs> I seemed appropriate after that call. It did. Oh. 877-807-4048. 877-807-4048. That is the number, of course. If you call right now, we do have one more book to give away. Henri Le Chateau-Noir. It's a cute book. It is. Existential Musings of an Angst-Filled Cat by William Braden. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. But the next call to come in to Justin, the book is yours. 877-807-4048. And um, by the way, spay and neuter your pets. Help control their pet population. Don't forget, same pet time, same pet channel. Talking Pets with me, John Patch. Barry Siebel. Hey, Leroy. My name is William and I like to wear dresses. (laughs) (laughs) Time to go pick up your Coriolis silver stuff. You kind of need it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us here on the show. We'll talk to you again very soon. Take care. Check us out at TalkinPets.com. No G in the talking. And please join us on Facebook and Twitter. Don't forget, coming up next month, we'll be live for Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.